On the day of Pentecost, all the Lord's followers were together in one place. Suddenly, there was a noise from heaven like the sound of a mighty wind. It filled the house where they were meeting. Then they saw what looked like fiery tongues moving in all directions, and a tongue came and settled on each person there. The Holy Spirit took control of everyone, and they began speaking whatever language the Spirit let them speak. Many religious Jews from every country in the world were living in Jerusalem, and when they heard this noise, a crowd gathered. But they were surprised because they were hearing everything in their own language. They were excited and amazed and said, don't all these who are speaking come from Galilee? Then why do we hear them speaking our very own languages? Some of us are from Pathia, Media and Elam. Others are from Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, parts of Libya near Cyrene, Rome, Crete and Arabia. <laughs> Some of us were born Jews and others of us have chosen to be Jews, yet we all hear them using our own language to tell us the wonderful things God has done. Everyone was excited and confused. Some of them even kept asking each other, what does this all mean? Others made fun of the Lord followers and said, they're drunk. Thanks so much, Tay. <laughs> That was quite a marathon of names, well done. So let's dive into that wonderful passage. And may I speak and may we hear in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, as old as it may seem, when I was at school, I really loved learning French. And I can still remember just how pleased I was when I had my first French lesson and I learnt my first ten words in French. Yeah, I'm not getting a ripple of, yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, may, maybe you are sitting there thinking, what? I couldn't stand French when I was at school. Um, maybe if English is your mother tongue, you're even feeling relieved that a lot of people around the world speak English because that makes communication easier without needing to learn lots of other languages. So I have to admit that when, as someone who loved learning languages, when I come to this particular passage in the scriptures, I'm kind of in two minds because on the one hand, I'm like, wow, it's amazing that the Holy Spirit enabled people to suddenly start speaking languages that they'd never studied. And then with my language head on, on the other hand, I'm like, oh, but where's the fun in that? But maybe that's missing the point a bit, because it's not actually so much about what the disciples feel about suddenly being able to speak all these different languages, but it is very much about what the Holy Spirit is doing in that and what that means for the people who hear them. So we're going to look more closely at this passage together. And yeah, you can see on the screen, Holy Spirit fire, because we get this image of tongues like fire coming down on the heads of each of the disciples and then they're able to speak all these different languages. But if you recall, before we get to that bit, Jesus had told the disciples that they were to wait in Jerusalem to receive the Holy Spirit. And he said to them, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria 
and to the ends of the earth. And so, you know, as good disciples of Jesus, they listened to him and they were there waiting all together. And then, whoosh, in comes the Holy Spirit, just breaks in in this dramatic way. We're told there's a sound like a rush of violent wind that fills the whole house where they're gathered. And then, indeed, those tongues of fire came to rest on each of them. And the Holy Spirit has began to enable them to speak other languages. They spoke other languages as the Spirit gave them the ability. And that must have been quite a sight, all those tongues like fire, not actual fire, but like it. Yeah, and it must have been quite a sight and quite a sound. We can go to the next slide. Yeah, thanks. Quite a sound, because it seems as though all this noise, all these different languages being spoken at the same time, it gathered a crowd. They were like, what is going on? And we're told, now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one of them heard them speaking in the native language of each. Um, there were devout Jews from all around what was then the known world. And remember, much of that then known world was actually under the rule of the Roman Empire. So I'm not going to attempt all the names that uh, Tay read so beautifully for us, but places that we know today as Italy, Greece, Turkey, Egypt, Libya, and many more. People from those places and speaking their, their languages. So there were, and there were also, we're told, Jews and Jewish converts from Rome. All these different people gathered at the sound of the disciples speaking in different languages. And they must have, they must have somehow known that there was no way under normal circumstances that those men could possibly have learnt their languages, nor any obvious reason why they should be able to speak their languages. And yet, here was this group of men from Galilee, the disciples, followers of Jesus, and this crowd heard them, and they said, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own languages. There was a language for everyone, for everyone to hear that message. Now, when you think about it for a moment, it's interesting that there even were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem and speaking different languages from those different nations. Now, I'm thinking maybe some of those Jews had, for one reason or another, at some point chosen to go and live in those other lands and then returned. I'm also thinking maybe the presence of those Jews, those devout Jews from every nation under heaven and those languages that they, were, they now spoke, maybe that had something to do both directly and indirectly with the history of Israel, with that history of many different empires that had come and gone in the life of Israel and caused displacement and disruption. And if you think about it, we do get some echoes of that, what that does in terms of language and movement of people. As if you've been coming here for a while, you've probably picked up, I'm of Yoruba, Nigerian heritage. Um, so due to the ebbs and flows of that history, that British history, including the history of the British Empire, 
although I'm of Yoruba Nigerian heritage, I was born and brought up in London with English as my first language, and I don't even actually speak Yoruba, what would have been my mother tongue. Speak a couple of other languages, but not Yoruba. But coming back to this passage, what's clear in today's reading is that there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven gathered in Jerusalem at that time, there to worship, there to celebrate, um, and significantly, it's at that time when those Jewish converts and Jews from other parts of, around the world, when they're there gathered together in Jerusalem and the disciples are together, that's when God acts. That's when God sends the Holy Spirit and it enables the disciples to speak all those different languages. It's as though God really, well, I think God really did want all those people to be able to hear, to hear about God's deeds and wonders. Because when you hear something in the language that you most easily understand, that can help it to connect really deeply. And I do think it's significant that the disciples were indeed all together, just like Jesus had told them to wait. They were together. And I say that because I think there's something about the way that the Holy Spirit works in us and through us. Although it's always personal, it's never individualistic. God is concerned with what builds up the whole community. The Holy Spirit gives the disciples the ability to do something at that particular time that they could not otherwise have done. There's something about the way the Holy Spirit works in us that is always about enabling us to declare the wonders of God. That is to be able to, to see, to do, to think, to understand even in ways that point to the God who is love. Now, the Holy Spirit can at times work in those very dramatic and surprising ways, but the Holy Spirit also works in us quietly and gradually over time, transforming us so that we, like his disciples, his first disciples, are able to do what Jesus said, that is, to love one another as I have loved you, to love our neighbours as ourselves. Can move to the next slide, thanks. And there are spoken languages like English, Yoruba, I mentioned, French, Arabic, German, Farsi, and some of us can literally speak those other languages, either because they're our native or mother tongue, or because the Spirit has given us the ability to, to apply ourselves, to learn another language. But the Holy Spirit can also enable us to speak figuratively. That is to speak so that our words and actions together declare the wonders of the God who is love. And so it's perhaps worth considering, particularly at this point in history, um, in this country and around the world with so much turbulence going on, it's worth thinking in the way that we think about those pressing issues in society today, are we speaking a language that others can understand? Are we speaking a language that enables them to hear the wonders of God's love being declared? 
in our words and our actions? Do our words and our actions together speak that language that enables others to hear a message of life and love and hope in Jesus? Or do we need to allow ourselves to be to the Holy Spirit coming in, to renew our thinking, to transform our doing, to renew and transform our thinking and doing about some of those pressing issues. What might that sound like? What might that look like? What might that feel like? The Holy Spirit does indeed at times come in in a sudden and dramatic way or a gentle and gradual way or maybe even with a kind of sharp prodding maybe you've experienced that you can move to the next slide thanks are we open to the spirit coming in to work in and through us to enable us to speak to declare the wonders of the God who is love so that others can hear that message of life and love and hope that is revealed in Jesus through his life, death and resurrection and the resurrection life that he brings. Do our words, how might our words and our actions communicate that life and love and hope that there is in Jesus? communicate that it is something for everyone to hear. Wherever they're from, wherever they are, whoever they are. Let's just take a moment to pray. Loving God, thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Work in us and through us by your Spirit. Help us to speak in lots of different ways that enable people to hear and experience the life and love and hope that Jesus brings. Amen.